With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The following is a Podcast One Minnesota production. For those who simply can't get enough talk about the Vikings, we present Bonus Chatter. Bonus chatter about your favorite team that's unscripted, unfiltered, and uninterrupted. This is another edition of 1500 ESPN's Purple Podcast. Judd Zolgad, you, every once in a while, have to pick the Minnesota Vikings schedule. All right. You have to tell me when they will win, when they will lose, and what their final record will be. And the reason why we do this more than once, Judd, is things change. How about a tie? You've seen... Can I pick a tie? No, you cannot pick There's a ties. tie. It has to be wins and losses. Right. You cannot pick a tie. Okay, all right. So, the offensive line has been dinged up, but they have acquired a new offensive lineman. The nickel cornerback seems to be a little dinged up as well. He may not start week one either. I might not care, You have seen Kirk Cousins under pressure in the preseason. Yes. You have seen George Iloka join the franchise. I like, me like... So we need to pick the Vikings. Okay. All right, here we go. We, right. Week one, Minnesota Vikings home at U.S. Bank Stadium against the San Francisco 49ers. I am going to pick a win in that game. It's going to be close. It might be ugly. But once again, I'm going to default to the fact that one feeling that hasn't changed for me is this is still a really good defense. Yep. Um, they're, the 49ers have definitely a very good young quarterback, and I really like them, and I think they might be a playoff team. But I think in week one, it's good timing for the Vikings, and they win that game. All right. Week two, they go down to Green Bay to face Aaron and the Packers with a new defensive coordinator, Judd. and their, And their two rookie cornerbacks have looked really good in preseason. September 16th yep. at Green Bay. Win or loss? Uh, loss. I am, uh, I am going to maintain that that is a tough game. Rodgers is going to be completely healthy. Mm-hmm. He is. I, th- I think he is, if he can stay healthy in 2018, sitting on a huge bleep you season to the rest of the National Football League, yeah. including, most importantly, Anthony Barr and the Vikings. One and one. Okay, week three, they come back home to face off with a team that does not know yet who its quarterback is. The Buffalo Bills. Eight sacks and a win for the Vikings in this game. At Nathan least. Peter, Nathan Peterman's going to be fed to the Vikings defensive yes. line. It's going to be ugly. I think every time we've seen an inexperienced quarterback face off with the Vikings defense at U.S. Bank Stadium, it has been not a good day for that quarterback. So after an easy win against the Bills, they are 2-1. and one. Everyone's feeling pretty good. Now things get a little tough, Judd, as they go out to L.A. for a Thursday night contest. I'll be there. September 27th. 
This is a major. This has become a vac- against the Rams. Yes, this has become a a, a vacillation game for me. Because at first I'm thinking Aaron Donald's going to play Dad, it for keep sure. It, keep it to yourself. Let's, mean, go, let's, I'm, let's not talk about your vac- vacillation. I got some vacillation problems here. <laughs> I'm actually going to say I, I am grow. I'm actually growing less sure of the Rams okay. as training camp passes. Uh, McVay's a great story, and I think he's a very smart mind. But the success last year was so great. There are some issues there. I think I'm going to put the boys on a win here, and wow. I think that's a change okay. from my first two go around. So I've yeah, three and one starts a heck of a start. All right, Vikings off to three and one start. Everyone loves Kirk Cousins. Zimmer's already being talked about for coach of the year, and then it's the revenge game, Judd. It is off to Philadelphia, where Vikings fans have decided the ones who are traveling to not wear their purple and get full beers thrown at them this time. Could have listened to me last year, October seventh. 2018 Vikings and Eagles. Who wins that game? Uh, the batteries, tomatoes, and eggs and full beers are too much for the Vikings. <laughs> they lose that game. <laughs> and by the way, there 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 will batteries. be there will be knucklehead Viking fans <laughs> who are still wearing purple jerseys. Oh, yeah. Just as like just as as there was a woman smoking a cigarette during a lightning storm below that tree on yes. Friday. Yes. Okay. So the Vikings are three and two. A deflating loss in Philadelphia. They come back home. And it's a revenge game for Sam Bradford as the Vikings on October 14th play the Arizona Cardinals. Is that a win or loss for the Purple? I'm not even sure Bradford's still starting at that point. It's a he win. It might not be. It's a win for That's the Vikings. It's a win. All right. Yes. They go to New York, and we thought, Judd, at one time, maybe they'll be going out to New York to face Teddy Bridgewater, but it seems like Bridgewater may play them another day with another team, and Sam Darnold, the rookie quarterback, will be uh, under center for... The Jets on October 21st. Right now, the Vikings are 4-2. and two Yep. And you're picking the Vikings here every game on the schedule. Yep. October 21st versus the Jets. All right. If it was Teddy playing for the Jets, it's on the road. I would say the Jets. But if you're going to give the Vikings a rookie quarterback, I don't care how good he is. Mentally, he can be messed with. And this defense and their head coach are great at that. If, if you're telling me it's Darnold, I'm saying it's a Viking win. Okay, they are 5-2. and two. Everyone's feeling great about Kirk Cousins and, and his $84 million contract. They come back home, and yet another revenge game, Judd, as the New Orleans Saints try to make good for the Minneapolis miracle. Marcus Williams will be back in town, along with Andrew Breeze. <laughs> yeah. Is his name Andrew, or is it just Drew? Uh, no? Just true. Okay. I just think it's true. Just yes. All right. Well, he's back, yes. and it's prime time. Yeah. October 28th at home for the Vikings. They are 5-2 and two going in this game. I like the Saints. I love Drew Brees. Vikings lose this game. Okay. Veteran quarterback a, a gets them. rare home loss for the Vikings. And by a great quarterback. The next week, a team that has harassed them at UN's Bank Stadium the last two times. They have not. It is the Detroit Lions, November 4th. W. Is that a win or a loss? Oh, that's it, a win. Okay. It's a win this time. You go into the bye feeling really good. Six and three headed to the bye, and they go to a house of yeah, horrors. It get, now it gets tough. The house of horrors for the Vikings. Because everyone's thinking Judd's on the bandwagon. This is great. Judd's a Viking fan. Even when it goes right, it goes wrong at Soldier Field. Like last year, Sam Bradford tries to come back. He gets re-injured. It's a nightmare first half. They end up coming back to win at Chicago in the fall, November 18th. I have to tell you, I have no faith in the Vikings at Soldier Field. I think the Bears are much improved. I think it's a loss. All right, so now things are getting a little hairy. It's 6-4, and four, and they got Aaron Rodgers coming into town on November 25th. 
Judd is picking every Vikings game, if you haven't figured that out. Yes. Uh, and in this one, I, I think the Vikings do split with the Packers. I think it's an L at Lambeau, but I think it's a W at home. All right, now another tough quarterback. They go from Aaron Rodgers to Tom Brady in New England in December. Not yep. always the easiest place to go. Yep. Uh, loss. That's a loss. It's uh, The Patriots have enough friction where I, I have a little bit of concern about them. But if you're going to go play the Patriots there, I can't give you a win. It's a loss. So, Judd, they go from at New England all the way across the country to at Seattle the following week. And we saw Russell Wilson the other night. i got to tell you, Judd, those Seattle fans, they get a lot of fun because that offensive line isn't great, and Russell Wilson likes to run around and make plays, and that man can throw yep. a pigskin Yep. at uh, Seattle December 10th. I feel like uh, seven and five at this moment, and I, I feel like uh, for the most part I've been pretty predictable here. I, I gave the Vikings a, a win where previously I had a loss in the Rams game at the Coliseum, so I'm going to say, despite the fact that I don't think Seattle's going to be a great team, that they lose this game. Okay, it's a ro- it's a road game. It's another great quarterback. The comp- the the pieces are in place here for there's going to be on every schedule a few L's that you don't necessarily expect. And this is a tough game, so I, I put this as a loss. Okay, now this qualifies, Judd, the way you're picking the Vikings as adversity heading down the stretch. They've lost three out and it's of a four. Tough, it's a tough schedule, too. And they've been on the road a lot. Yes. I mean, they're on the road all, all of November and early December here. Yeah. yeah, they are. And then they come back home uh-huh. to face maybe Ryan Tannehill, possibly Matt Moore at that point, and the Miami Dolphins, December 16th at U.S. Bank Stadium. Seven-point favorites, they cover the spread. They win this game. Because I don't I don't think the adversity, I don't think, and I might be wrong here, but, but I think this team has enough experience where I don't think it's going to be falling apart. I just think it's a tough schedule. So you, you would lose to the Dolphins if you're reeling. I don't expect this team, and I would hope that they don't reel. So, in that vein, I think you win this game against a very beatable opponent at home. Another place that they go where there's been a lot of ups and downs for the Vikings. A great win last year, two years ago, extreme disappointment at Detroit two days before Christmas. Uh, I am. I do not like the Lions. I think Matt Patricia is an old-school Belichick guy. I don't think that act works. I think by this point in the season, the Lions are going to be a dumpster fire. Players are going to one out. They're going to hate their head coach, and the Vikings easily win that game. Okay. And now it's all about it is timing. home against Chicago. Now, this one right here, the way I'm seeing Chicago, Judd, is this one right here could have implications on the playoffs, whether it's for the Vikings, who have at this point a 9-6 and record, or possibly for Chicago, that is a much-improved club and is in the race still hoping to get in. Do the Vikings win their Week 17 matchup, which will matter for the first time in several years, and nobody hangs from a banner at U.S. Bank Stadium. It goes smoothly. I miss those days of a dude (laughs) in the Brett Favre jersey hanging from the uh, trestle. Uh, They do win. They close it out. They're at home against Trubisky. I think the Bears are improved, but the Vikings, that defense at home, second-year quarterback, everything, unless things change massively, Everything points to me to the Vikings winning that game. Okay, and making you the playoffs, think the, the Vikings then will have a ten and six record in this regular season yep. with some adversity mixed in, some yep. great triumphant wins thrown in there, and ultimately ten and six should get you into the playoffs. I would not be surprised actually if that loss were to knock the Bears out of the playoffs. Yeah. And I think uh, health being maintained, that the Vikings and Packers 
both make the playoffs, and I think it's going to be a coin toss as to who wins that division. So here's where I would say, Judd, that I'm a little surprised because the last time you picked them, it was a different order a little bit, but it was still 10-6. and six. What I thought you might have done is change some of those picks because of missed field goals that lose games for the Vikings. Now that your confidence level is very low in young Daniel Carlson. I am not (laughs) convinced that my guy Daniel Carlson is going to be the kicker for the entire season. Oh, I'm not convinced of that. I I think the head coach very well might go into the GM's office and say, Rick, your cockamamie ideas are great if we're not a good team, but we are a Super Bowl team. I can't have this. Friday, Friday, don't underestimate. I mean, we have... We have uh, drilled this into the ground by this point. But don't underestimate what happened on Friday. Yep. Like, he hadn't missed two field goals and then didn't get allowed to attempt the extra point. That was one miss. You're not kicking. Now go out and prove it. And the kid fell apart. Mm-hmm. I, I, you can say what you want about uh, preseason, but I keep coming back to the fact that this is indicative of who Mike Zimmer is. And if you're Rick Spielman, can you really do this to him? I don't know. So I'm not convinced Daniel Carlson's your guy all, all year. I this is going to be a, this could be really interesting to me. And um, if he continues to take this into the early portion of the schedule, I think you might have to do something. I, I understand where you're coming from. I think you are probably in Judd overreaction land at this point. We might be at sort of like okay, if he misses more field goals yeah. in the next well, preseason game right and in the regular season, then it could really get in his head. At this moment, I think we're okay. But Zimmer showed a little bit of the pressure that's on this team. Yes. That's what I think. Right. Is, is that right. throughout this training camp preseason, there have been a number of different instances. The guy's getting thrown out of practice and Zimmer overreacting to some missed kicks where we've seen, you know what, they're really feeling it. The other night, Kirk Cousins after the game, I don't know how many people would be watching at that point, but after the game... Cousins read off the whole list of things that he did wrong throughout the game, yep. which I thought was pretty unusual. And there are just these signs that this team understands the type of expectations that are on them. All right, Matthew Kala, what, what do you got for me now? National football related. Football. football. Okay, so here's so what I, here's football. what I have, Judd. I have a list of the top quarterbacks in the league in terms of total yards okay. for last season. And what I want you to tell me, I'm going to go down this list. I want you to tell me if these NFL quarterbacks will be better or worse in 2018 than they were last year. All right. Okay. Number one in the league last year, the old man, but not so old, Tom Brady. He threw for 4,500 yards last year. Will he be better or worse? 32 touchdowns, eight picks, led his team to the Super Bowl. Better or worse for Tom Brady? At some point in time, age has to start to catch up to him a little bit, so I'm going to say worse, but not significantly. And we've said that so many times about Tom Brady. I know, but it's it's got to ha- He's what, 41 now, 42? This might surprise it's happen you. At yes, some point. He, uh, 41, I think. Okay. So this might surprise you. Last year, Phillip Rivers was number two in the NFL in passing yards. I would not have guessed that. He He, threw 28 touchdowns last season, 4,500 yards. Is he going to be better or worse? I am a believer in the Chargers, Judd. Yeah, I was going to say, he's another guy who age should catch up to, and those are some outstanding statistics, which I didn't realize. But that being said, I'm with you. I like the Los Angeles Chargers. So I could see slightly better. Yeah, I would not I be. I would not be surprised. They're a good team, and I think that their defense is really good too. 
they make the playoffs in my mind and could even compete for the Super Bowl. I, I really that think that they're that good. Yeah, in that conference, I think you're right. Matthew Stafford, 4,446 yards, 29 touchdowns last season. He was third in the NFL. Is Matthew Stafford better or worse this year? I think he's a victim of the team he's on, and I told you the Patricia thing to me, I don't like how he's doing things. So not all on him, but I say worse. I think Detroit's the last place team in the NFC North this season. I could see it. Drew Brees, great year last year. Set the NFL completion percentage record. Nearly beat the Vikings at U.S. Bank Stadium, if anyone remembers that game. 4,334 yards. Better or worse for Drew Brees this year? I say better. I, I absolutely love the guy. I like the team. Um, I think that they're going to be, I think that they are going to, uh, be very motivated by what happened at U.S. Bank Stadium last year in the playoff game. Uh, I say better. The one thing for Breeze is that he's missing Mark Ingram, who was really good. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be out for at least four weeks with the suspension. Big Ben Roethlisberger, Judd. I think this one has the potential for Big Ben to hit the wall, but he's been playing, uh, or I guess a lot in, uh, you know, camp and yeah. whatever, and then he's been looking good. Lots awesome. of the reports. He dropped some weight. Dropped some weight, but I wonder when Big Ben hits the wall. He's taking a lot of hits over his career. Is he better or worse? I think worse. You think worse? I think he, I, yeah, I think, I think to your point with injuries and size, it's going to decline here sooner. And he's been now, he's also gone down the path of alluding to retirement for how long? Two years now? A couple of years, I yeah. think it gets worse. Uh, sixth in the league last year, Matt Ryan, 4,095 yards, 20 touchdowns. If you compare what Pro Football Focus thought of him in the, analyzing the tape to his numbers, they thought he was much better than what the ta- or than what the fantasy numbers said. So, I mean, I would pick that Matt Ryan is going to be better than he was last year. What do you say? Better. Better, yeah. I th- he, I don't love him. But I, I, there seems to be this um, feeling about about him. There seems to be this click of people that love to bash him, which I don't get. Yeah. Uh, and I think so. I think uh, they go Super Bowl disappointment. I think he's better in 2018. I think Atlanta could be a team that really surprises people that isn't really being talked about a whole lot because of how they ended their last season. Number seven in the league last year was Kirk Cousins, who is now in purple. He has better weapons than he did last year when he threw for 4,093 yards. 27 touchdowns, 13 picks. Is Cousins better or worse than last season? Uh, I'm really going to drink the Kool-Aid here. And actually, actually, if his line holds up, you're right. He's got Diggs. He's got Thielen. I put Dalvin Cook on potentially a huge year. Yep. So I think statistically, he's better. All right, I will go through through the top 10 here. Alex Smith. Now, Alex Smith is worth watching for Vikings fans because that was the guy that the Washington football team decided was better than Kirk Cousins. And that was my plan. Will he be better or worse better. than last year? Better. 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 Wow, okay. Better than last year. I'm- I don't think so. I think there's going to be a little bit because I, I think he threw a lot of deep balls to Tyreek Hill last yep. year. They don't have that guy. I think that they'll win more games and, yep. and be a better team. I don't know if he's going to put up better numbers. I, I think with... Jay Gruden, who's a really quality offensive mind, I think it's it's not substantially better, but I think it's better. Okay, the last two, Russell Wilson, better or worse? He um, was uh, three thousand nine hundred eighty-three, thirty-four touchdowns. Worse, not his fault. Yeah, I don't I agree. have any faith in that team. I think that team. I think they're going to beat the Vikings at home because that's an incredibly tough place to play. But Russell Wilson, man, he gets put in some tough predicaments and makes tons of plays. I would not be surprised if this is the year that he misses substantial time 
and gets hurt too. Now I'm going to I hate to say it. But. I'm going to skip over number 10 and 11 to go to number 12 and this will be our last one. All right. That is Case Keenum. Last year 3447 yards, 22 touchdowns for Keenum. He is now with the Denver Broncos. Is he better that he gets the full season and the full preseason? He knows he's the guy. Yep. Or does he fall off now that he is no longer with Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen? This one is crystal clear in my mind. It's not even close. He regresses to somewhere between the quarterback he was in 2017, which was a Pro Bowl-type quarterback, and the quarterback who played for the Rams in Houston. I think he is. I think he's worse without, a, without any doubt in my mind. Do you think they're a playoff team, though, Denver? In that conference, they could be because I don't it's like the tough, conference. Though. It's tough. I don't like the conference. but um, Well, right, the AFC, but yeah. I mean the, the AFC West is the only one that's strong. Yeah, I think, well, probably not because I see the Chargers as being a team. And the Chiefs could also still make yeah, it. Yeah, I, but I just, I think, I think the Vikings made the right call in saying Case Keenum and largely because probably of his offensive coordinator, Pat Shermer, caught lightning in a bottle. Mm-hmm. But you can't rely on that to continue year after year. Uh, so I, without, there's no doubt in my mind he's going to drop off. It doesn't mean he's going to be terrible, but the guy that we saw last year I think is going to be gone. I say that in terms of wins, it's probably not going to be 13 for Denver. But as far as his numbers go, maybe it could be somewhat similar. I mean, maybe it could be a full season's worth of starting and somewhere in the 3,500 yards range, 20 touchdowns, but they've got to have a lot of other people around him help out in order for them to get wins. So even if he's the same quarterback, but they don't have a top defense and it's like the 12th best defense in the league, then they win like eight or nine games and we all go, oh, Keenum didn't work out, but he was really the same quarterback. I think their defense played a big role in how we viewed him as so oh, much sure of a winner. And there will be some up and down there. I think he'll turn the ball over more, though. That's what I was going to say. Mike Zimmer, post-game, is an open book. He can't help himself. Yep. When he said that Keenum had a horseshoe, that was not some, like, flippant, dumb comment. It was exactly right. I think Case is going to throw several passes that last year were caught and or receivers made great plays on that are now going to be picked off. That's where I think you're going to see this. Like, the horseshoe thing... That Mike talked about to me was very real, mm-hmm. and you just have years like that, and they're great, they're fun years. But I think we're going to see a few of those passes where Case rolled out and and Tarkington in Tarkington style made this desperation heave, and it got caught. And you're like, I can't believe that got caught. I think those get picked off. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to two hundred dollars off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.